You are listening to IPR Radio. I am Shanjay Mukherjee. In today's episode, we speak to Dr. Vijay Makija, President, Indian Federation of Animal Health Companies, on why One Health matters. Good morning, Dr. Makija, and welcome to IPR Radio. Good morning, Sanjay. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me for this uh, IPR radio session. To set the tone for today's session, Dr. Makija, the health of humans, animals, and ecosystems are closely interlinked. Changes in these relationships can increase the risk of new human and animal diseases developing and spreading. Data shows that uh, 60% of emerging infectious diseases that are reported globally come from animals both wild and domestic. Over 30 new human pathogens have been detected in the last 3 decades, 75% of which have originated in animals. In this scenario, the concept of one health is increasingly becoming critical. And this brings us to today's first question, Dr. Bakija. Ever since the pandemic, we've been hearing a lot about one health. Can you please explain to us in a nutshell the concept of one health and why it is important today uh thank you sanjay one health means animals human and the environmental health are interconnected so taking actions by working with one another towards a shared goals through coordination communication and collaboration one health is a movement that recognize the inseparable link between human and animal health for example when you talk about human health at least 60% of all human diseases have their origins in animals talk from a animal health perspective diseases in food producing animals globally amount to a loss of approximation of 20% in production you look from a ecosystem point of view any emerging diseases in the last 3 to 4 decades results from an encroachment into wildlands and changes in the demography the human and animal health industries must work together sharing information to improve global health role of one health is very important challenges like antimicrobial resistance commonly known as amr can be tackled effectively by one health approach one health also helps in minimizing zoonosis as stated earlier 60% of diseases in the world are zoonotic meaning they can spread from animals to people it's why protecting the health of livestock pets and wildlife safeguards our own health in terms of food and nutrition security 1.3 billion people worldwide rely on livestock for their lives and livelihood protecting their animals means a safe food supply and access to nutrition and in consideration of climate healthier animals have fewer carbon emissions and a lower environmental footprint this can minimize their impact on the climate so in nutshell when animals are healthier people and our environmental are better protected that is one health right right so who are the stakeholders in the one health approach the stakeholders in one health include the ultimate beneficiaries that is animals people and the environment and the organizations that work to protect them for example research institutes government ministries international organizations professional bodies and so on however 
identifying these stakeholders who will contribute to one health activities and develop solutions to complex health problem can be difficult as these problems often affect all the sectors of society. In addition, evolving concept about health and its dependence on environmental resilience necessitate the inclusion of the ministries, organization, and disciplines that may not have been traditionally considered to be related to health. The multilateral organizations with greatest responsibilities in the global health arena have recognized that the best way to protect health security and promote overall global well-being is to work together across disciplinary and jurisdictional boundaries. Ministries plays a critical role in formulation and implementation of policies for the promotion of health and disease control. They contribute to all stages of One Health process, as do universities, which engage by generating knowledge and capacity through teaching, research, and extension services. Finally, communities, including rural and indigenous people, particularly those that are in close proximity to natural areas, are at the heart of the One Health concept. Dr. Makhija, please elaborate on the role of animal health sector in the One Health approach and achieving United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Yeah. Sanjay, I like to take uh, this question into two parts. Let me first mm -hmm. share my thoughts on role of animal health in One Health approach. And later, we'll talk about how it's going to help in achieving the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. First and foremost, Animal health is vital for human health. Approximately 6 out of 10 infectious diseases in humans have origin from animals. And we have seen rise in number of incidences of existing and there is an emergence of zoonotic diseases which can have the potential of transmission from animals to humans. Animal health has a significant role in minimizing incidences of zoonosis. Next, okay. animal health ensures farmers' wealth. Too many animals fall sick to preventable diseases each year and opportunities exist to increase the level and quality of their veterinary care. Filling this gap would mean more animals receive the necessary vaccination, diagnostic testing, treatments and overall wellness care that protects them against ill health. Prevention and control of diseases ensure optimum health, productivity of animals, and this path will lead us towards doubling the farmer income. Next, uh, the second part of the, your question, animal health has a significant role in achieving the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal called as SDGs. The need for continuous improvement in sustainability of livestock production necessitates better health for animals. Disease and sick animals have potential to increase livestock emissions and the general environmental footprint of animals. Sick animals need more feed and water, whilst animal loss to disease means more livestock ultimately must be raised to maintain food supplies, which increases the emission related to the production. Animal health has a role in addressing the challenges of feeding the world and protecting the climate. Specifically, how animal, uh, how healthy animals can contribute to key SDGs? First, Protecting animal health can grow economies and lift hundreds of millions out of poverty. 
healthy animals contribute to the farmer's income, thus contributing toward SDG number one, no poverty. With our population rising, we must feed more people in the coming decade than ever before. Fewer animal loss to diseases means less food waste and more milk, meat and eggs available to our tables. Food produced from animals are affordable, accessible and wholesome in nature. And it has the potential to word, contribute toward SDG number two, addressing zero hunger and assuring nutritional security of our nation. Healthier livestock means healthier people. It reduces the risk of zoonotic disease transfer and development of antimicrobial resistance, while livestock help us to ensure that we have animal protein that can reduce malnutrition. Chicken and eggs serve as one of the great sources of protein and contribute toward SDG number three, good health and well-being. Sick animals may lead to increased amount of emission of greenhouse gases and have adverse impact on the environment. Healthier animals have a smaller environmental footprint. Animal health is necessary for sustainable livestock production, thus contributing toward SDG number 13, climate action. To summarize, to meet the significant challenges ahead and deliver upon the SDGs, our world must consider the role of animals. Outbreak of livestock diseases can reduce production of meat, milk and eggs, leading to shortage of these nutrient-rich foods. Our future is clearly linked with animals and the environment. People, animals and environment share one health. What affects one will affect the others. It is why improving the health of animal can strengthen effort to achieve key SDGs. So how is INFA collaborating with stakeholders towards the objectives of One Health? INFA, uh, the Indian Federation of Animal Health Companies, a united force of over 50 Indian animal healthcare companies, which is affiliated globally with Health for Animals, is working with a wide range of stakeholders towards shared goals through coordination, communication, and collaboration. Let me cite a few examples. Recently, INFA was invited by DADF, Department of Animal Husbandry Dairy, for the launch of EPI, which is the abbreviation of Animal Pandemic Preparedness Initiative and World Bank Supported Animal Health Support System for One Health launch. So INFA was considered as one of the key stakeholders for the success of this initiative. Mm -hmm. Recently, INFA contributed its views on the National Action Plan for AMR 2.0 for the time frame of 2022 to 2026 in collaboration with National Center for Disease Control. During the World Antimicrobial Awareness Week, INFA either hosts or collaborate activities with organizations like Indian Association for Advancement of Veterinary Research, commonly known as IAVR, to discuss and deliberate on the perspective of the One Health to tackle the challenges of AMR. INFA has been organizing webinars on the occasion of World Zoonosis Day, wherein we invite experts on the food safety, wildlife, and invite academia and research institutions to deliberate and chalk out a plan how we can minimize zoonosis together. In addition, we have also 
been collaborating with institutions like CPDO and TI Bangalore, wherein a series of online webinars on poultry health were organized to share the practical solutions for the current and future challenges that Indian poultry industry is facing. So these are just few of the examples I just shared, wherein INFA is collaborating with different stakeholders toward objectives of One Health. Dr. Makisha, please let us have your views on how to improve animal health on a whole. So there are four standard pillars for livestock farming, like a balanced nutrition, good husbandry practices, prevention of disease by vaccination and treatment of the sick animal. Balanced nutrition at every stage of life cycle is required for optimal health and well-being of animals. Good husbandry practices includes farm management and biosecurity to prevent the farm from diseases. For prevention of disease, the first line of defense is against illness. It relies on the robust vaccination and early diagnosis by routine surveillance as by monitoring disease spread. It helps veterinarians track, predict and respond quickly to the outbreaks. In regards to diagnostic, it helps in quickly identifying and diagnosing disease allows veterinarians to provide an ideal treatment. And for the treatment, right medicine at the right dose for the right duration. That is the effective treatment of a disease. We are hearing a lot about technology and the use of digital technology in various spheres. So what is the role, according to you, of digital technology in animal health today? We have seen significant interest in the development and application of digital technologies in the animal healthcare sector across the species, whether it is ruminants, poultry, and companion animals. Just for example, wearable sensors, heat detectors are a couple of examples in dairy sector. Similarly, digital technologies are allowing individualization of animal healthcare for companion animals. Okay. Technologies like prediction, where use of artificial intelligence and machine learning anticipating the issues which helps in implementation of prevention strategy. Technology like monitoring to assess the vital signs such as temperature, feed intake, water intake, activity levels, and disease indicators. And diagnostic, point of care diagnostic provide rapid results and immediate answers to the animal owners. Few very specific examples to coin here. Sound detection technologies use microphones and sound analysis to monitor and identify audible signs of illness, such mm -hmm. as coughs or respiratory changes. Thermal imaging uses heat sensors and cameras to monitor changes in temperature within groups of animals, down to specific body parts such as hooves and the udders. Ear tag sensors can track the feeding, temperature, behavior, and movement of livestock and monitor vital signs for early indication of illness. These few examples are the examples of technologies which can be enabler in ensuring herd health, flock health, and ultimately the public health. The benefits of controlling diseases in livestock and pets extend beyond the well-being of individual animals. The increased ability to anticipate a change in health status and intervene before an illness or outbreak takes place holds support of one health approach which collectively defend the health of animal, people, and planet. The use of digital predictive monitoring and diagnostic technologies can allow for earlier treatment 
or a change in procedure that also means there would be reduced need for antibodies, less risk of drug resistance and environmental exposure, and effective responsible use of use program that treat animal suffering from diseases while helping preserve antimicrobial effectiveness. In addition, proactive vaccination and control program that lower the risk of disease spreading to other animals and in the case of zoonosis to the people. Potentially detecting zoonotic diseases in the early stage while it may be pre-symptomatic and has not spilled over to nearby people. Fewer losses in food production meaning improved food and nutritional security. And to summarize, prevention is better than cure with the added power of digital technology, artificial intelligence and machine learning animal health strategies can become proactive rather than reactive, offering the potential to identify, manage, and treat health issues before they emerge. Dr. Makhija, it was truly a pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you so much for being a part of IPR Radio community. Uh, thank you, Sanjay. And indeed, uh, on behalf of INFA, our motto stand for healthy animals and healthier India. And I really appreciate uh, this opportunity and looking forward for many such collaborations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to IPR Radio. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Our podcasts are available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. We are also available at www.iprradio.in.